Are you still trying to learn the balance of taking care of self and serving others? What about wanting to grow from being surfacey to vulnerable? Well, this is a podcast that will focus on trying to answer these two questions. I'm Melody, host of Mind Your Own Podcast, where I talk about my life as a single Christian woman and how I'm learning the balance of taking care of self and serving others, growing in vulnerability, and seeking God's love. So turn up the volume and let's get into today's discussion. What's up? It's your girl, Melody, back again with another episode for Mind Your Own. I just want to stop and say thank you so much for those who have been supporting me over these past two years, even in my inconsistencies, because we're all human. But I'm so grateful for all of my listeners here in America, across the waters, Thank you so much for supporting your girl. I am just so, so honored to be able to have a voice in this podcast world and that you actually admire minds. I appreciate that so much. Seriously, seriously, seriously. But today's episode is a big one. I know that was a big pause, but it is. this is a big episode for me because there's a lot of things that I have been wrestling with, a lot of things that I've been triumphant over. There's a lot of things that I have been actively dealing with these past three months, and I am just so ready now to sit here with you and unpack these uh, experiences, unpack these different perspectives that I have gained through actively dealing with my mess. And so today's episode is one that's near and dear my heart because there's some things that I've had to unlearn and relearn about singleness and just really embracing what that looks like for me in this season of my life. As I still desire marriage, I desire dating, I desire family to build one of my own, of course. Um, But there's balance. There's balance in embracing the season that you're currently in while still hoping for that future. So get ready, buckle up, because we're about to dive deep today. So one night um, I was riding home in my car. Um, I just met up with a friend and, you know, sometimes when I'm driving, I want to listen to music. Sometimes I drive in silence, uh, or sometimes I listen to podcasts. So this time I decided to put on one of the podcasts that I've been listening to lately, uh, called thriving in singleness. Um, and it has been such a blessing, especially in this season that I am currently in, um, and just learning how to embrace singleness. Um, I feel like this podcast has been helpful for me to be able to see other different perspectives um, from other singles in different walks of their, in different seasons of their lives. Um, And there's a lot of things that they've shared that I feel like I resonate with so much. And I pray that one day I'm able to be on that podcast as well to share my experience and my perspective to help other single people. Um, But right now I have my own platform and 
Um, today I'm going to talk about singleness being this label. So first let's ask ourselves, what, what is a label? Let's define that. Labels may be used for any combination of identification, information, warning, instructions for use, or advertising. They may be stickers, permanent or temporary labels, or printed packaging. So I got this off of Google, of course. So there's only three words that I really want to focus on from this particular definition that connects to singleness that I want to unpack today. And that's identification, permanent, and temporary. But before we jump into that, I just want to back up for a second and just talk about the world that we live in and the labels that already pre-exist here. And this is how we identify with other people. This is how we identify with the world around us because there's these labels that tells me that this is a shoe. This is a white person. This is a black person. This is a store. This is a whatever. And the list can go on and on. So we don't really, I mean, I won't say that we don't really question it because there are things that we do question, but we don't really question it from a sense of that this is what we were taught. And so this is how we identify, right? And so coming back to singleness and the definition of labels, the first word that I want to unpack, which is the first word we come across in the definition that I read earlier, was identification. And so I want to talk about a time where um, I was tabling for this event. I will keep this event anonymous because there's some people that's probably listening to this that know exactly what I'm talking about. And then there's people that don't know, have a clue what I'm talking about at all. So for the sake of just not exposing anybody, I'm just going to say a certain event um, that I was tabling for. And I had two different experiences on two different nights. So it was a weekend event um, and I was tabling for like all three days, uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So these two two separate experiences, which were similar, um, happened. One happened on a Friday, one happened on that Sunday. So on Friday night, I had a guy, older gentleman, old enough to be my father. No, legit old enough to be my father because my dad is in his mid-40s. And this guy is also in that same age range, if not older. And anyway, so he comes to the table. And instead of inquiring about what was on the table, he started asking me questions directly. And so his first question was, are you single? And I'm just like yeah I am and then he had this confused look on his face like something was wrong with me because I'm single and he was like you don't have any kids and I'm like why would that first of all why would that would be the second question that you ask me but that's neither here nor there and then then he asked me well do you have a husband I'm like so this these these order of questioning is just questionable within itself first you ask me I'm single then you ask me if I have kids like, what are you really trying to communicate, sir? Because at this point, you've lost me. You've, you've lost me. And so he was so puzzled that he had to take a seat and just really ask me, like, so, so what's going on? Like, what are you waiting for? And I'm just like, well, that's just not my primary focus. It is a desire that I have. I desire to date. I desire to have a husband. I desire to have a family. But this is just not my time. It's not my time right now. Like... I am talking to people. I am getting to know people. 
Um, and I'm also focused on what God has me focused on right now in my, in this time of singleness, um, which is my business, which is the things that he's placed on my heart to, you know, give back to you. This is one of the things that God has given me this podcast. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So that was one experience. So Sunday, the same thing happened with a different guy around the same age. Like I said, could literally be my father. So he comes to the table. Of course, I'm like, oh, we have this, this, this. So I'm selling merch. If you couldn't pick up on that by now. And I was like, oh, we have this size, this size and that. And he was like, I'm just trying to figure out why there's no ring on your finger. And I'm just like, sir, buy a shirt or leave. That's that at this point. That's what that's that energy that I'm at. And so he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to buy a shirt, but I just want to know, like, you know, are you single, this, that, and the third? And I'm just like, why does that matter? (sighs) Anyways, so he ended up buying the shirt, leaving or whatever. But then there was another experience. So there's not just two, but three. So when the event was over, um, we were packing up, cleaning up and stuff like that. And the there was this couple that was talking to the security about a phone that was missing. And I kind of overheard them, and I also saw that they had iPhones. So I walked over, and I was just like, you know, you can actually find the phone that you're looking for by using this, you know, the Find My thing. And you can put in their login information, and you'll be able to find it, da-da-da-da-da. So I was taking them through the steps or taking the husband of the couple through the steps. And he was like, as soon as, after I got finished helping him, he was just like, oh, your your husband must be grateful or you must be a great spouse or something like that. And I'm just like, why does my generosity equate to my relationship status, whether I'm with somebody or I'm not? Like, this is who I am. This is who I am despite if I'm in a relationship or not. And it really kind of made me think about just this identification part. Like when somebody finds out that you're single, why is the first thing or I wouldn't say like maybe the immediate first thing, but sometimes I feel like people identify single people as like these these people who don't know their worth um, that only exist inside of another person or your life is only meaningful if you're with somebody else. And I'm just like, it's time to continue to change the narrative of singleness. Like singleness is not a disease. Singleness is not something um, that I did that, that defines who you are as a person is just a label. It's just the label. Um, and the biggest thing that I realized in the situation, which one, I was super grateful that I was already on this path of just healing and becoming whole that I didn't for a minute think that anything was wrong with me because I knew nothing was wrong with me because what I realized is that my identity doesn't exist in my relationship status. It exists in God. That is where my identity rests. But it also brought up this conversation of, because most of the people, most of the men that I was approached by or these comments were made from was an older generation. And what what is really, really interesting 
is because I've had the opportunity to talk to many different couples and I feel like the the resounding theme was I feel like now I'm trying to figure out who I am after all these years of investing my life in somebody else you know they get married when they're young probably because they had children together or they just felt like that was the only option. They start having children together, then their life is wrapped around their children, and they raise them, and then their children have children, and then you're just raising everybody else. Your your identity is lost within all of that, and then you're sitting here 60, 70, 80 years old questioning, like, who am I? Now that these people, some of these people aren't around anymore, some of these people have moved on, they're not around you constantly, you find yourself by yourself and you're really like confused like who who am I really because my identity existed in all these different people over a period of time and now that those people are no longer in my life I you don't you don't feel like you have purpose and honestly speaking that is something that I'm really not trying to have in my life and which is why I'm so grateful that you know, I'm not married yet. Not that I don't want to be married, but I'm grateful because in this time, especially over these past five years, I've been able to really like go after a relationship with myself, learning how to love myself, the unlearning and relearning what it means to be me, <laughs> you know, what it means to have a relationship with myself outside of somebody else. And so, um, Although I feel like they meant well in regards to, I don't know, some people don't always mean well, but some people mean well because sometimes they may see a characteristic in you that may be wifey material or husband material or whatever the case may be. But I just want to make it known that that's not my identity. My identity doesn't rest in my relationship status. It rests in God. So God can use me just as much he can in this season as he's going to use me in my season of dating as he's going to use me in my season of marriage so God can still use you no matter what season you're in because your identity doesn't rest in the, the the relationship status that you're currently in all right guys so I just wanted to stop right here to tell you about something really exciting that I've been working on for the past couple of months um, I am launching a new podcast called Creatives United, and it's a place where I am going to be hosting fellow creatives to give insight, feedback, advice on how to get unstuck as a creative, and just basically highlight them as a person, a person who creates. And so I'm so excited to um, to launch this this podcast because it's something that's near and dear to my heart as a fellow creative um, and wanting to have these certain conversations in general and already having these certain conversations on a daily basis. Uh, wanted to turn it into a podcast to be able to help other people to gain different perspectives that they may have not thought about. So, yes, I'm so excited. A launch date will be coming soon. Um, but I wanted to share that news with you guys um, to be on the lookout. All right, so getting right back into the conversation, I'm going to go ahead and transition to these next two words, our final two words for this discussion today. Permanent or 
temporary, permanent or temporary. So when I decided to make Jesus Lord of my life, I did not make it with the intention that I was going to find forever love with another person, another human being. Now, it is my desire, like I've been saying through this whole entire episode so far and episodes prior. But I made Jesus Lord because he is my forever love and I have everything that I need in him. My relationship with him is sufficient. He is enough. He reminds me that I am enough even when I feel that I'm not. So God does not promise us marriage. He doesn't promise us the opportunity to be with somebody here on earth. Better yet, Paul says that it's better to be single. And he makes some very valid points, which I have to constantly go to 1 Corinthians 7 to remind myself and really wrestle with this thought of, do I want to be single? Do I want to be married? I mean, the the outcome at the end of the day is I desire marriage, but with marriage comes responsibility. And I think that's the biggest thing that you really have to think through is a cost, like, right? For those who, who know what it takes to become a disciple that of Christ, it comes with a cost. You really have to count the cost of what it means to be a disciple of Christ. And I think the same thing applies when it comes to marriage, like really counting the cost of you are no longer thinking about just yourself. You can't just hop in the car and go just like you're able to do now. Like there's another person that you have to consider, which I'm okay with that. I've assessed it. I wrestle with it often. But like I said, God said God did not promise us marriage. Um, and like I said, our brother Paul said it's better to be single. And he has some very valid points in that. Um, but either way, It doesn't eliminate the desire. And I just want to talk a little bit about what helps me stay balanced with this challenge that I am faced with of, do I want to be single? Do I want to get married? X, Y, and Z. And I think um, for a while, especially just this pandemic and, you know, wanting to meet people and wanting to uh, build relationships, find friendships etc etc I started to explore these dating apps and let me tell you it has it has been more than just an experience I don't know the word for it but it's definitely been an adventure I will say and so I think when I first started my goal was like I'm just gonna build friendships okay Mella like come on be realistic you're gonna build friendships on a dating app when people are usually literally using dating apps for dating (laughs) and in my mind it made sense at the time where you know when I first started it's like oh well I'm just gonna meet new people and just you know learn about myself and learn about men and how they think and you know I think along the way I'll learn what I want what I don't want what I desire what I don't desire etc etc which those things did happen Um, but I also found myself like really, like really wondering why am I doing this? Um, because the caliber of men that I started to meet who basically had Christian on their profile, when I started having conversations with them, uh, it was a lot of questionable things, uh, you know, things that I had to really, 
uh, wrestle with and surrender to God and making sure that I'm not um, settling, number one, uh, just to be in a relationship. But two, there's like a lot of things that I had to assess within myself. And I think one of the biggest things is that I had to really like figure out what is my true why for dating? Why do I want to date? Um, and so uh, a couple of months passed. I kept like, you know, deleting the apps, getting back on the apps, deleting the apps, getting back on the apps, deleting the apps, getting back on them. And now I'm at a place where I've deleted them again because um, I don't know. I just feel like the people that I keep meeting um, is just not, I don't know. They're, I don't know. I don't know if the person that I'm that God has for me is on an app or not. I, I can't say. But right now I'm just not on the app. That's all I can say. But anyways, so through that time, through that period, I saw this ad for a book called Single Is Your Superpower. Dang, I'm I'm plugging a lot of people today. So Thriving in Single Thriving in Singleness and Single Is Your Superpower both great resources if you're single right now in this season and you need perspective but I purchased this book um single is your superpower and it's been life-changing honestly um so in this book basically is the author of the book is telling you how to take your power back as a single person and basically having this renewed way of thinking when it comes to how you approach dating. And in one of the chapters, it really talks about, like, what is your why? And I think that was the biggest thing that, I, like I just said, was what I was trying to define. You know, what is my why? I know my why as a disciple of Christ is to, you know, make disciples of all nations, you know, to seek, and, seek save, and love the lost, Um so, you know, like I, I, I know my why and, and why I serve God, you know, and that's just one of the biggest things, of course, the mission. But like God has been super, super, super loving, caring, unconditionally um, over my entire life. And, and especially when I've been intentional about, you know, following him like he's he's amazing. And, you know, I definitely love him for that as well. Um, and that's my why, you know, that's a part of my why, but, um, so I, this is, this is something I really had to think about and pray through because I do feel like my why morphed into whatever I was feeling at the time. So if I was building with somebody and we were vibing, um, I started to let my walls down. I started to cross my own boundaries. Things that I said, said I wasn't going to do, I started doing, and I'm just like, I don't have a strong enough why I don't have a strong enough, um, conviction on why do I want to date because ultimately whatever relationship I'm in or whoever I end up being with I want to give glory to God I want to give glory to God I don't want to feel like the relationships or the relationships the relationship one that I end up being in is God ordained and not Mela ordained because Mela is not the one that's out here pursuing she's going to be found but she's going to be intentional and initiate conversations and be engaging and etc cetera, etc cetera. that's no whole nother conversation pursuit versus initiation and we'll talk about that but 
right now we're talking about singleness not, and just being a label. So I really realize that my why is I want to be with someone that desires to honor God together. And that all while it may seem minor for me that is so huge because now with the why I'm I'm able to easily eliminate those who don't match that requirement. Because now what I'm looking for is that how do you honor God in your own relationship with him? Do I see that evident in your life? Are you just a church goer or are you a doer of God's word every day of the week? Because it's a daily choice to be a disciple of Christ. You have to choose him every single day. Denying yourself, denying your flesh and your temptations. Do we always do it correctly? No, we're human. So I'm not out here looking for a perfect person because I'm not perfect. But there's just an aura. You know, you know, people listen, you know. You know, if, if the person is truly a follower of Christ or just a person that goes to church, you you know the difference. And so with that, I was able to be more confident and more upfront about what I'm looking for. And usually <laughs> and what has happened is people just weed themselves out. They'll ghost, they'll start ghosting me. I'll start praying to God about a certain relationship, especially if I'm vibing with them. But I'm always praying like, God, please protect me. If this is not something that's going to ultimately glorify you, take it away. And God listens. And most of the relationships that I feel like um, that I've been praying about or have prayed about are non-existent anymore. And so I'm super grateful for that because, one, my why brings me closer to God. And it makes me feel like I'm not out here trying to be in a relationship and then ask God to bless it. No, I'm asking God to go before me and to protect me from harm because at the end of the day, I only want what he wants. And so if he doesn't want me to be in a relationship right now, then amen. But when that time comes, he will make it clear and evident because he's already been making it clear and evident that the people that I've been praying about that I had vibe with no longer exists because he knows best. And I trust that. And so Going back to this label of permanent and temporary, you know, or this labels being permanent or temporary and going how that how that relates back to singleness is that. It's just a state. It's a season that you're in. We don't. Well, I mean, the weather has been it's been ridiculous, but typically we have four seasons. But depending on where you live in the world, that could you can have four seasons in one day. Uh, but the thing is, is that we have seasons that we transition into. We have spring, we have summer, we have fall, and we have winter. And we transition into those with ease. It's become something that we always anticipate. And for those who are desiring marriage, you know, desiring relationship, or some people are just really desiring singleness. They don't even desire to to be in a relationship um, but whatever you, whatever your, whatever season you're in, Jesus, I couldn't get that out. Whatever season that you are finding yourself in right now, I just want to encourage you that God can still use you. Number one, and number two, that this label doesn't define you. 
is your time to define the label. So with that being said, I'm just going to leave you with three things for you to just think on to really meditate on and really like pray, pray about um, how you want to implement these things in your life. So number one, redefine your singleness. This is me handing you a blank label for you to write how you want singleness to be defined in your life. It's time to stop wearing all these pre-written messages, all these pre-written labels that doesn't even accurately identify who you are. Because remember, our identity doesn't exist in our relationship status. It exists in God. I think another important thing to note is that you need to take the time, the necessary time to have conversations with people to help them have a healthy perspective of singleness because sometimes people are not aware of how they can project their insecurities and that it that comes through forms of questions of why are you single as if something is wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with me there's nothing wrong with us we are healthy single people living a full life for God and he is using us just as powerfully as a single woman or man just as much as a married man or woman so embrace your singleness and have those conversations to help people redefine what singleness can mean for them and yourself and the last thing is take care of yourself I think it's so important to just make sure that you are taking the time to rest, that you are going on adventures with God, that you are not waiting for others to live the life that God has already intended you to live. So with that being said, go out there and redefine your singleness, have the conversations that you need to have, and live your life to the full. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm ready to just go out and conquer the world now after this episode. Um, this has been one of the most liberating um, conversations that I've been able to have um, over these past couple of months. Of course, this is just a snippet what I of what I shared today, but I think from these conversations, these experiences that I've shared, there has been very impactful conversations surrounding uh, this topic um, and I, I do hope and pray that I have the opportunity to have some of these people in my circle on this podcast so that we can unpack, unpack some of these concepts a little bit more. Um, but uh, I think this is just a huge accomplishment for me today as I'm living and thriving in my transparency and my vulnerability um, and just wanting to really share these parts of my life with you guys in hopes that there's something that's in, that impacts you. Uh, to make a difference in your life and a, and a difference in how you think about yourself or towards others or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to to hear the stories that comes from uh, what you've learned in this podcast. Um, and if you feel like there's something that was shared today that in somebody came to mind, uh, definitely share this podcast with them. Um, you know, and also leave a review, you know, this is how people are able to find my podcast for those who are struggling in their season of singleness. And, you know, I think sometimes we, 
overuse this this phrase of singleness is a gift and it is a gift uh, but sometimes people don't see it as that because they can't even value what a gift is because maybe they've never received one excuse me and so I think I think labels are kind of a more general topic that people uh, can relate to and so understanding that you can put whatever you want on a blank label and um that's that's the base that's the base of what this message is today is you have the pen in your hand right now to redefine who you want to be defined as um and that doesn't have to directly relate to your season or your relationship status um you are who you are because that's who God has designed you to be and so i hope that this was an encouragement to you um and that you continue to have conversations in your own circle um, if you always, if you ever have any feedback, you can reach me, um, on my social media, uh, mind your own podcast or the mind your own podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your feedback thoughts. And if you want to be a guest, definitely shoot a message my way. I would love to have you on my show, uh, share your help, like, you know, give you a platform to share your perspective and, you know, let us grow together. So Yeah. One more episode in the books. Let's keep growing.